Welcome back to Board Raw. Episode 11. Episode 11. We're starting on a somber note. We want to apologise. We had some technical difficulties yeah, towards the L. second half of the last episode. Um, yeah, we disappeared. It was so weird. The room went dark. First episode of the camera. Yeah. There was bound to be something going we on. We are running a very, very ghetto setup right now. We have yeah. a camera on a box. We have no cameraman. We don't have an monitor. If you want to be our cameraman, please email us at boardraw.football what's, uh, at what's uh, big Steven Spielberg up to these days? Do you reckon we get him on the I'll get him on the blower. Yeah, get him on the blower. Come on. Um, today we're back with another preview episode. Obviously another last banger. Week we another did... banger. Who did we do? I've already forgotten. We Brentford, did about Brighton, minutes. Aston Villa, West Ham. Uh, not West Ham. Uh, Brighton, Villa, Brentford. Brentford. Give me that last one. Oh, the fuck. Newcastle, Newcastle. We've done Newcastle. How can we get that Saudi money? Today, we are bringing you Wolves, Leicester, West Ham. We're looking a little bit higher up the table in terms of the finishes last season anyway. Um, but you know the Premier League you never predict it there's always going to be surprises uh, apart from Man City winning the league because that's going to happen again that's the only surprise Earth. that's the only that's that guarantee them. so up. don't watch our uh, Liverpool Man City preview because I mean a lot can change it. I mean we watched the Community Shield and Liverpool beat them 6-0 I'll be screaming for not for us to win the Premier League let's go right let's Who talk knows? Wolves let's talk Wolves we're getting into it right Wolves last season 10th place um it was a decent finish for them, I guess. I mean, they were better the previous season under uh, Nuno Espirito Santos. Yeah. In my opinion, anyway. They played a lot more uh, attacking football under him. It was weird because they were very solid under Nuno and then they got rid of, like, defensively. And then they got rid of him and somehow got even more solid defensively. But, but just so boring. So boring. I and mean, it's probably still to be seen whether it was a good move getting rid of him or not. But, I mean, he went to Tottenham and absolutely stank it up. Yeah. Um, and Wolves fans were like, that's what we thought. But Bruno Large came in, obviously, uh, from Benfica, right? Um, and everyone was quite excited because Benfica played, obviously, this really nice progressive football. Yeah. They, like a 4-4-2, they were set up a lot of the time. But, um, I mean, like, what happened? They just, the goals just weren't there. I know they had a lot of injuries. I know him and yeah. obviously came back from a I massive injury. I think that's injury. the problem. They were just absolutely impotent is that the word oh that's when you like well you can't um, yeah 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 I think well yeah they had no they had no thrust up front Earth. but yeah <laughs> obviously Neto who for me the season before was their standout player he's so good arguably too good for Wolves don't want to trigger any Wolves I had a fans. phenomenal preseason he's this season so good and um, obviously him being out wasn't helpful Pedence who the season before was also super good I mean, people so comparing him to like Pedence Hazard in the way that he plays he's like a little short stubby big bum bum Ross Clark the bumba <laughs> but, um, <laughs> oh no Ross what have you done he's had two beers he's done um, <laughs> but I mean obviously they have players like like you say Pudence uh, Neto got, what's his name who, Trincao in Trincao I mean they brought in Huang who started and he was unbelievable I like Huang he was in my then, fantasy team and then he, he just nice. fell off didn't yeah, he like, like, kind of fell off and then Obviously, Jimenez didn't kick on from his injury. And Huang's gone. And, uh-huh. Uh, Has Huang gone? No. Oh, he, no, he signed, signed on the time. permanent, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, uh, Signed on the permanent. Traore, then they let him go to Barca, but he's coming back now. They've got a lot of attacking firepower. It's just but is uh, it's a good combination enough? of either they don't play suit the play style that Bruno Large wants, or they're just... Is Traore good enough? He's a weird one, isn't he? Cause because he's, he's so... Um, like, I know 
like black athletes especially in football get touted with the terms power and pace and yeah. strength but he that, that is, is him the definition like that those. is him yeah. and he just hasn't like he, he, his he, final he, product is so bad he like he just would rattle the crossbar like every so often and everyone's like oh my god he's one day gonna score that but like come on we're still waiting like you're attacking up but like we were talking about uh, Alan St. Maximum last week yeah where is it because it's not good enough it, it, it needs to be better because um, there was that period where him and Jimenez had a really nice link up and they tore City apart the season before last I think they played well against Liverpool. And um, I thought that was him kicking on and his final product was getting better. But like you said, he just, he's so inconsistent. It was so rogue when Barcelona came in for him as well. Big time. And I think he literally made like five appearances for them or something. Yeah, yeah. It's his first appearance, I think he got like a goal and two assists. But um, after that, it was just a bit weird. But Barcelona are a topic for another time because uh, we, we can literally do a Barcelona. whole Netflix yeah, series on Barcelona. There's some weird shit going on there. But um, Wolves, I don't know. It's just a weird one for me. They've got, they've got talented players. They've done one of the best pieces of business they've done is not selling Neves. Neves, keeping Neves, especially because last well, end at of this last moment season, they haven't sold Neves. Well, end of last season go. it was sort of looked like Neves was saying goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, he's an outstanding player. I know he's been linked with Arsenal for a long Arsenal time. Arsenal and Man United are the two main yeah. teams. And I think he'd be a brilliant acquisition for either of those clubs. Yeah, 100%. But Wolves being able to keep him is, is fantastic business. I mean, I think bringing Jose Sarr as well last season was a great bit of business. Yeah, because Rui Patricio was a good keeper and everyone was like, oh shit, him going, maybe they're not going to get yeah. someone who's as good. But Jose, Jose Sarr, he, he, he won them a lot of points last season. Yeah. Um, and they've just got they've got like just really interesting players like someone like uh, Aiden Nori as well yeah, who, who really talented youngster who can really push on this season uh, Max Kilman as well I like I him. really like, like Max Kilman what, what I found weird about uh, well kind of Wolves and the Kilman situation is that they signed Nathan Collins from Burnley yeah for like 20 mil why would you sign another centre back when arguably defence is your strongest section of the pitch Connor Cody You've got Connor Cody, you've got um, Willie Bowley, you've yeah. got Kilman, you've got, um, what's that Turkish or Moroccan brother called? Oh, Saiz. I think he might be off this year. And though. it's like, how? why would you need another centre-back when you could spend that 20 million, which is a I lot? I think Saiz has been linked with a uh, move to AC Milan. Maybe. But I like Saiz. He's very yeah. good He's very yeah. good at uh, like, for attacking out. Yeah, 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 I was going to say, he scores a lot of goals. But like, do you need Nathan Collins? For me, that's a weird way I to mean, spend 20 I think million. they see him as, as potential for the future. Yeah, 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 I mean, 100%. 20 million for an English centre, uh, for an uh, Irish centre back doesn't take a registration slot, though. What, what does it now? The... No, I don't think no, so. No, it I think doesn't. He, if he had three years, um, which I think he had but, Burnley, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is a lot of money for someone who's not so proven. I think for me, get yourself a. I'm just harking back to Ericsson, but. Someone in that ilk that's going to play in front of Moutinho and Neves that's going to get I mean, you... Moutinho's getting on as well. Get you 10 assists and 10 goals. Like, Obviously, that's fucking ideal situation. You're not going to get 38 games out of Moutinho this season. But yeah, get yourself a nice, prem-proven, goal-and-assist merchant cam. Yeah, but I mean, if that was easy, they would do it, wouldn't they? Well, I don't want to say that... Um, Wolves is a bigger club than Nottingham Forest. But why weren't Wolves in for Jesse Lingard? Yeah. I mean... He'd get you 
goals and assists. Yeah, but West Ham were in for him, and then he wanted like two hundred k a week. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the money talks, but like, and I mean, maybe if Wolves put themselves forward, he might have liked that project. I mean, they've. I mean, they've also gone and spent twenty million on Nathan Collins, which seems like a lot of money for the player, but he is young. And he, he doesn't take up a registration stop, which is an important thing for a team like Wolves. You have a lot of foreign players. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they're not going out there. They don't they don't re-sign players on massive wages. I mean, I assume reproduction wasn't quite a lot. I mean, Jesse Lingard was just like a... Someone in that ilk that you know is going to get you goals and assists in the Prem. Yeah. Um, I think they were going to be a weird one this season because they don't have the excuses of injuries now. Yeah. They've got Neto back, who I think could be their star player this season. I think he might be a mercurial, like Maverick. It's a weird one, though, because, like, obviously, while he was injured, he wasn't getting the limelight, and that kind of took him out of the transfer market. If he kicks on again, he's going to be right back in the transfer market, and big Donnies are going to come and sniffing around him. Yeah, I mean, there will always be a frightening prospect when they've got players like Jimenez and Traore, um, Podence, Huang. I mean... I I don't I, I I could see someone like Max Cornet going to Wolves. Yeah, they were linked with him. I, I don't think I think that'd be a really good sign. Obviously, Brent uh, Burnley got relegated. That uh, he would definitely had a release clause in there because he only signed in January. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think he's on like massive, massive wages. I think he'd be in the hundred k, but like I don't think he'd be like too far above that. Yeah, no, which isn't I out of their That's range. Good shout, you especially know. If they want to be progressive and and push themselves up the table to challenge for those uh, yeah. those European spots. Um, but. They can't afford to have the season they did really in terms of their attack in front because yeah, they will so very quickly dry. get turned on by the fans. So dry. Like we were saying last week, I'd rather finish pretty low down, playing exciting football, scoring goals, than fucking stink up the gaff and getting nil nils every week. It's so boring. Yeah. I mean, they just worked. That was literally the, the definition of the season. Defensively solid, brilliant. And that, that was a target for a lot of FPL managers target the Wolves fixtures against the lower teams because they would just won't see goals. But it's just not entertaining. No one wants to watch that. I mean, I think, obviously, Jimenez had that horrific injury. Yeah. Um, and he's, done, he's yeah. done fantastic to come back from it, but he hasn't really looked Been the same, the same player. Now. His movement was is still the same player, but like he was moving and making those runs, which made him so devastated before. Yeah. But he seem to be hesitating yeah I think they need to get in the market for another striker and, I'm, and I think like especially because they let um, Fabio Silva go to Anderlecht Fabio Silva I think he was a bit of a baller I really like Fabio Silva yeah. I think obviously I get Jao Felix yeah it's hard he's like 19 and expected to pretty much cover Jimenez the whole kind of how however long Jimenez was out like 6-7 months he's not gonna he's 19 and Jimenez was carrying you for like 3 seasons in a row so yeah. it was hard for a 19-year-old to do that. But I think he was good. And I think he will come good, give him a couple of years of consistent games and getting his confidence. They've got um, Patrick Catron back from Empoli, yeah, yeah. from that loan. He was a bit of a weird one because he's sort of been... He was sort of touted as like a really exciting... Yeah, it was weird. They signed him. He played like a couple of games and he looked all right. And then they just loaned him out. Yeah. I don't know if he just didn't Maybe didn't settle or something, yeah, but I, I mean, I'm sure the Wolves fans know a bit more than, about, uh, than us, but um, Bonatini as well. He's been around for like a little bit. Um, I just like, I, I see their squad and I, I see exciting players, but I just don't know who, apart from Neto, is really going to be the one who can actually yeah. transition them from that mid-table team to being a top Is contender. it a case of they've got exciting players, but are not an exciting manager? 
and they and they yeah potentially but I mean like you, you got to give him another season really yeah. because I mean maybe he is just working on being defensively solid and then building to be from progressive there, yeah. from there but Bolly's getting on a bit like he's not he's not as young as he was uh, Connor Cody as well he, I mean we're he, never as young as we once were I mean I was as young as I was like an hour ago when the camera cut off so that's true yeah Sad times. Uh, Ruben Vinagre as well. Very exciting player. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I thought he was a fantastic little player. I think him and Ain't Nori as kind of your fullbacks, you're laughing. Yeah. I mean, young, exciting, very, very attacking minded. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the problem with Wolves is that they're just Wolves and will they just be boring forever? Who knows? Because they weren't when they started. They weren't under Santa. And I remember watching them in the championship as well when yeah, they, they, had they dominated. Dotty up the wings. He yeah, was a fantasy they demon. Were just, they yeah. were fantastic to watch. And I just want to see that attacking, aggressive Wolves. Kanye, come fix Wolves. Make him excited. <laughs> Make Wolves excited again. Right. We talked about Wolves. We're going to move on to Leicester in a minute. We're going to take a little, uh, a little, little break. A little two minute break. Make sure my camera don't cut off, basically. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. We're new to this. We're new to this. Be nice. Right. Welcome back, guys. We are back and we are yes, moving sir. on very Camera's quickly. Still rolling. We're okay. Camera's still rolling. We're still here. We're moving on to Leicester, who might have had the most boring transfer window. Oh. Yeah, arguably, we can just skip Leicester because they've been dead. I mean, Leicester last season were, I mean, eighth place, right? Which is yeah. fine. I mean, they they have come off like some fantastic finishes. Well, that's what I was going to say. Eighth in hindsight is alright but after their seasons where they were finishing fifth fifth just like they were flirting with Champions League spots first so that's a while back now it's like is eighth good because like they maybe were flirting with areas that were uncharted waters for maybe a bit too long and now they're kind of slowly going back down to maybe more normal territory for them but even still, I think if you ask most Leicester fans, last season was a bit average. Yeah, I mean, last season they were just so poor defensively. Yeah, like they conceded from every set piece. That, mm. Like, in uh, which is weird because I swear, like a couple of seasons before, Soyonchu and Johnny Evans were like were demons. Unbelievable, yeah. yeah. And like they lost happened. Maguire, and Evans came in and, and was un- unreal. Yeah, yeah. And I mean. They, I know they, they've struggled to keep uh, Pereira and uh, Castagna and yeah, obviously had Justin f- had a horrific injury for Fana. for Fana yeah I mean they've had injury issues and they had uh, like uh, part uh, not a party uh, Amati coming in yeah. and playing centre back which I mean it's shows the, position, the yeah, struggle yeah. they had last yeah, season yeah. but still when you could see so consistently from set pieces Tough and you can't and coaching can't fix that you have some deep-rooted issues. There are problems at, at that club then, which is horrific to say because obviously the tragedy they've been through with the, the, the ex-chairman yeah. um, passed away. But I think there is something weird going on. Like, is Brendan, are Brendan, Day, uh, Brendan Rogers' days numbered now? Because, I mean, how many... How many I mean, all they're going to do, if they finish eighth again or ninth, they're just falling away from the pack again. Well, that's what... Maybe. Do you know last week when I was saying... Um the kind of managers that are most in trouble uh, or starting with, let's say, the or starting on the thinnest ice, let's say. And we were saying Stephen Gerrard and Frank Lampard, maybe you could put Brendan Rodgers in that top three. Yeah, potentially. I mean... Because I can't really think of many other managers who maybe underachieved 
as much as M3. I mean, I know they, they took Investigard from less uh, from Southampton, yeah. who was uh, quite a imposing defender at Southampton. He was a bit of a general, yeah, fucking like nine foot tall. Yeah, yeah I mean. Obviously, they would get their, their yearly battering 8 0 8 2, whatever. Yeah. But for most part, he was a good defender and he just absolutely did not turn up once for Leicester last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cashmas Michael was a weird one as well. I mean, he's on his way out yeah, uh, to Nice. Yeah. yeah. To nice. Um, but, After 11 years. Yeah. And he was like a, a fucking like stalwart at Leicester. But like, I don't know I just why remember he's on. in in the uh, early in the season listening to commentators saying like, "Oh, Cashmas Michael has been perf- uh, performing excellently again. Uh, he's been outstanding." And you watch the game, and you think my he really hasn't. TM, he hasn't guy, really. Yeah. And like, how's Cashmas Michael been so good for so long? Yeah, that now we just sort of assume that he just is good still. I think he's one of those who's like a media sweetheart, isn't he? Like, yeah, I mean, obviously... want to say a bad word about him. Yeah, I, and I just, I think maybe they need to start looking at... Well, they need to now because he's been linked with a move away, but yeah. I just don't think he is what they need at the minute. I think it is time for a bit of a squad overhaul. I think they've still yeah. got too many. Not that they've got too many, but they've... I think some of the players are still living off that season where they won the league. Yeah, I in mean... the fact that they've got Jamie Vardy, they've got um, Kasper Schmeichel, Indeedy. Indeedy's a pl- good player. Oh, yeah, I think Indeedy's fantastic. It's like, may- as well maybe they need, they need a new... Uh, Just a new identity. A new yeah. flux of players that haven't achieved anything yet and are hungry to... To prove something again. Because like you said, that Sumare signing, he signed then didn't really get a decent run of games. And I think... Maybe you need this, like, Fafana, Sumare, Harvey Barnes. Dewsbury Hall. I like Dewsbury um, Hall a lot. Who's that geezer up front? Patson Dakar. Patson Dakar. These yeah. kind of players. Dewsbury Hall, yeah, I like him a lot as well. And maybe they need these um, new players to bed in and get rid of... Obviously, we, got, we love um, Jamie Vardy. We Kaleki like, Inacho. I like Inacho a lot. I mean, I, and so this was a topic um, I spoke to Ros about earlier. Like... Is, Var- is this Vardy's last season? Because, what is he? he, he he's like 76 now. Yeah. And I know he stopped playing for, to, for England to extend his his, his professional WKDs career. WKDs and Red Bull can only last you so long, mate. Yeah, I mean, he... But the thing is, though, he still will score goals. And, like... Yeah. But I just, like... Is it, like you say, is it time that Leicester needs to move on I from that era? He's too injury prone now. And I think... It, you, The thing with him is, he's too injury prone... And so, but he's obviously like an icon for Leicester. So whenever he's fit, he is their number one striker. So whoever's, say, Pat Dacca or Inacho, they get their run of games. Like Inacho had that run of games where he was scoring literally every single week. And then Jamie Vardy gets fit and just kicks him Comes out of the team. Back in, yeah. And it's like, no, maybe it's time to get rid of Jamie Vardy and let Inacho, let Dakar have that run. Of you never want a player who's been so, so important to a club and just so iconic. And like a player who will go down in the history of that club, yeah, 100%. forever. Um, and you, but you don't want it to go to that ugly stage where they're still around, but yeah. you really like, all right, you overstayed your welcome it's now. Like the Arsene Wenger situation. Yeah, I mean, but like, look at someone like Sadio Mane. They've accepted that their their time was up. A legend of the club. Yeah, and he's moved on. And yeah, like, it's it, always it's a case really to be said about leaving when your stock's high. 
what is what's the Batman quote? It's like uh, stay, uh, leave a villain, or uh, leave a hero. If you live long stay, enough, yeah, yeah, blah, be, blah, blah, the villain. Yeah, if you live long enough as the hero, you become the villain or something like that. But I mean, don't want to do that for Vardy, mate. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, I think yeah, you can get another good season out of him if he gets you know twelve, thirteen goals. That's an impressive contribution still. Go out on a high. Another big one as well, Yuri Tielemans. What's happening with him? Where is he going? Heavily to Arsenal. No one knows. I think he'll be gone. Well, he's on his last year of his contract, so it's either either now or sell him now for money, or he's gone on a free. So Uh, I I reckon they sell him now because you could probably still get thirty-ish million. Which, if Leicester is anything to go by, they reinvest well. So I mean, if I was Leicester, I think I'd be looking for. They've got Dennis Pratt back from on loan, uh, back from Torino yeah. where he went on loan last season. Who's a really weird player because I actually think he's a decent player. I think he's good, and he just n- never seems to get given feel, any time at Leicester. Fill the kind of Tielemans gap because I like obviously if I keep James Madison that'll be good for them because Madison had a slow start to last season. Yeah, slow start. But Last, let's say quarter, last third, he was so good for Leicester. I really don't understand why he's not in the contention for the England squad at the minute. Gareth Southgate. I mean, he is literally, like we we spoke about this a couple episodes back, or like quite a few episodes back, but we talked about England needing someone in the midfield who can like play as a metronome. And he probably, he's not, that is not his role, but he probably does it better than anyone in that England midfield. And his passing range is phenomenal. And he's an attacking threat. What more do you want? Set piece. Specialist. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, it's weird that he's not in the England team and it's w- not weird that he hasn't moved on from Leicester because he's been linked with Arsenal, he's been linked with Tottenham. But until this season, Leicester were contending. Yeah, 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 100%. And, like, but they've I, done well to keep him. And if they focus around him with Dewsbury Hall, Sumare behind him, maybe Dennis Pratt, I think Leicester, they've got good fullbacks and we say this, this is like a fucking staple of the Bordeaux podcast is... You need good fullbacks to be a good team. A hundred percent. Unless they have good fullbacks, Justin Baller, um, Castagne Baller, Pereira, Pereira Baller, yeah, Luke Thomas. Yeah, he's not but, bad though. He's but they've got decent. They've got decent fullbacks. So they don't I mean, need. And you look at their centre back pairings: Soyuncu, Vestergaard, Fafana. Uh, Fafana's yeah, a brilliant player, I think. So arguably, really well. that area is good. The defence, obviously, they need to but, sort out the goalkeeper. But you but, say that they were. Good, that it's good, but then. Why did they concede so, so many goals last season? It was unbelievable. Every time a team had a corner or a free kick that went in deep into the box, it was just like... uh, It's like they were playing like 25 minutes behind. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Um, I think... I mean, in plays like Ndidi, Samare as well in the middle, um, Madison, Dewsbury Hall, Harvey Barnes. It's an exciting squad. Pat I Dacker. really, really like Harvey Barnes. Yeah, I mean, but well, Pat Dacker, Ian Asher, so good. Like, it is a really stacked squad. Yeah, Jamie Vardy. They should be... I think eight's not good enough. Was, uh, was last season an anomaly and can it be slightly down to injuries? Yeah, so Harvey Barnes was out for a decent amount of time. Jamie Vardy was out for a decent amount of time. No Fafana at all. Um... Yeah, it could be down to him. No, James Justin. Do you think as well, having... But then again, I think that's the thing with Brendan Rodgers. He always kind of hits like a a ceiling and then just stagnates. Yeah. And maybe he's done that. Less but I mean, is there a manager of a higher calibre than Brendan Rodgers who they could even get? If I was Leicester, uh, this is me just shooting breeze. They're a big club than Brighton. Go get Graham Potter. Yeah, but... 
Potter's a project man. He like he, he will work the project. I think Leicester are a project club. Yeah, but they Bright- like the project. The, the Brighton project is in full swing, and and like if you're if I you're, mean, like, if I you're a manager would who's make the gonna, move. If, if like who's going to do that, I think would you Leicester leave got that more project? P than Brighton. I don't know at the minute. Leicester's like lack of transparency suggests that they might like obviously they probably have a, play, a few players on like really inflated wages like Jamie Vardy who's probably not worth as much as they're paying him but he's being paid as much as he is because of his loyalty yeah and because of the fact that he was he is an icon of their club um but I mean yeah I, I like you say I think it's time for them to move on from that era and really like push on to create sort of a new exciting less the team that everyone can get behind yeah. you know and we'll not expect them to win the league like they did but they, they do need just a, like something fresh like the team just really stinks of being stale yeah I think it is that that is the word I think it's got a bit stale at Leicester um, who like who have you got being their star player this season Harvey Barnes so good Harvey so Barnes good. yeah I'm James what's, the, what's that um, Pep quote where Aguero left he's like so good we cannot Go replace him we cannot replace. And I, I like, like the, uh, you know, the clip was like, it was Harvey Barnes. Ooh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I, I really like Harvey Barnes. I think he's really good. Uh, Jewsbury Hall, when he first came in, I was like, who the fuck's, who the fuck's this guy? But, um, <laughs> that was bad, wasn't it? But um, he had this outrage. Do you know that game where um, they drew nil-nil against Liverpool? And I think Liverpool, I don't know if they just came off like, like loads of wins or something and everyone was expecting Leicester I think they just got turned over and they drew nil-nil and um, I think I remember this game vividly because I had I'd taken Salah out of my fantasy team and everyone was like oh why have you done that they're Liverpool playing Leicester and Salah's gonna fucking bang and I was like wait a minute and it finished nil-nil and I was like, so I was shit myself the whole game that Salah was going to do something. Just bang a hat-trick. And I, I was watching that game intently like, oh my God, Salah might bang a hat-trick. But all I could see that whole game was Dewsbury Hall just fucking balling I, out. I really like Kieran Dewsbury Hall. Yeah, I think so he's I a think fantastic player. Him and player. Harvey Barnes, nice little duo on that left, so he's like left centre mid and left winger. I like that a lot. I, I, I actually, like, I feel like if you play Pats and Dakar, yeah, I just, I don't see why he wouldn't get 20 goals in a season. Oh, blood Clark, 20. I don't know. I think he's phenomenal. I think he's <laughs> just a scary striker. And yeah. like, you got to play, if he, if he got 20... Him if, and Nacho are both like very good. And 38 like, games, yeah, in a row with play with Harvey Barnes, James Madison and uh, Pats and Dakar, yeah. like feeding Pats and Dakar. Why would, couldn't he get 20 goals? No, I agree. There's, there's definitely worse people to have around you than uh, Madison and... The Harvey Barnes. Oh, easy. That's like assists on a plate. But like, the reason he won't is because Brendan Rodgers will continue to play Jamie Vardy. Yeah, might have opportunity. like his 40th hit replacement and still be in the team. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, for the rest of the season, like, they need to just get some fresh blood in. They need to decide whether or not Make Tielemans... Make fucking signings. Like, because, but, yeah, but like, is it all balancing on whether Tielemans stay? Because if Tielemans stays, they need to try and get him a new contract. It's going to be a massive wage increase for him to even consider I'd, it. If I was I don't think he would. get rid of him, 30 mil, invest that in a... I think they can get more than that. For, well, maybe not actually because his last season was contract. Yeah, no, I but, mean, 30 mil, you could either go 20 mil on a right winger, 10 mil on a young centre mid. Like, um... Who's that geezer from Huddersfield that we were talking about the other way? Lewis O'Brien. Lewis, Lewis O'Brien, yeah. Get him a phenomenal in, like that. But, or 30 mil on a right wing and do what you want. But, yeah, get him out. 
Get Vardy's wages off the thing. Get him down to the championship. Ros is saying get him out because Ros wants him at Arsenal. Oh, yeah. He is, a, he is a good player. Yeah, he's no, good he player. is. He's good, but from what I could see the uh, Leicester fans saying last year, he's kind of like he down tools. I think he knows he's on his way out. Yeah. And I think he down tools. And I think it'll be a good move for both of them. It'll allow Dewsbury Hall to have that centre mid-roll. It'll, ha- it'll allow Samare to have that centre mid-roll properly. Yeah. And I think I mean, I, I, I feel like he's a player that you will notice that he's not there, but he's not irreplaceable. Yeah, 100%. He is very much a player that you can put into the team to make the team better. But it's a player that, is like, when he's not there, like, he doesn't really do a lot of defensive work. For oh, no, his defensive... Um, output is terrible really bad yeah it's not and, and so like and I think that was their issue last season like they're not going to lose a lot of attacking output because they still have players like Harvey Barnes and Madison yeah you know and Kieran Juzabi Hall as well is chipping in and he's probably going to get better so I mean yeah, it's, I mean, it's a weird season for it's Leicester weird for me I think they, I think need they to... can be confident in the squad oh yeah it's a top 10 squad but they need more signings mate because but you can't be content with finishing eighth last season, and then they finished ninth or tenth this season. It's a slippery slope, and we that's, that, and that is the a slope week. towards everyone in the league is strengthening, is getting stronger. If yeah. you're not strengthening, you're losing. Apart from Everton, fuck Everton, man. <laughs> I hope they get relegated. Fuck Everton. All right, um, yeah, we're gonna take a little uh, another team, and then we're break. gonna talk about my favourite Prem team that is an Arsenal. Did you know that? Is it? Yeah, I've forgotten so. who we're talking about. I think so. Oh yeah, I'll West Ham. Yeah, that's weird. All right, cool. We'll be back in a minute. Bat West baby. Ham, bat baby, bat baby. West Ham, David yeah, Moyes boys. They're my favourite team that aren't Arsenal. I think I like, I like the story of them being kind of like a bit of a shitter, and then Moisey coming in, reinvigorating the squad, reinvigorating the himself. Fairy tale. Yeah. And yeah, I, I like it. I like some of their players. I'm a big fan of ba- uh, Bowen. Big fan of Declan Rice. Yeah, I think that, I think there's good vibes to be I had at like West Ham. West Ham, just they are very likable. I mean, they are just a, just a, a fantastic club with a great support, and the European story as well was phenomenal. Yeah, sadly, I mean, sad it didn't go the way that it want, they wanted it to, but it's still a, a phenomenal achievement. Yeah, I think looking up. I think, yeah, I think the future's looking up for West Ham. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, you've got literally... You've got a smart manager at the helm. You've got arguably England's biggest talent in your centre mid. Yeah, I mean, probably the first name on any England team sheet. So, so, you've got reasons to be happy. You've got assets. You've got a manager. You've got nice big stadium. You've got young players like, mean, Bowen, like, like Bowen, like Ben Johnson... Uh, yeah, I think it's a good time to be a West Ham fan. Yeah, I mean, they are probably the most improved club in recent times in the yeah, Premier League. 100%. I mean, they weren't even that great when Moyes first took over, but he's really worked wonders with them. He's added um, QPR's old manager, uh, Mark Warburton, to the assistant manager role, which is it was a surprising move, I think. Well, I, I wasn't expecting it anyway, but I think he'll be a brilliant asset to them. Uh, he'll only improve them. Um, like you say, phenomenal like players in their squad, like Bowen, uh, Ben Rama as well. Started last season really well. Didn't yeah. didn't finish particularly strong, but was was Antonio still there. Started well, and yeah, I just I, I don't know about Antonio because he goes through these goal scoring forms where he just looks He's like such the... a handful. But yeah. can you get away with just where West Ham want to be? They want to be in and around Europa League, 
maybe even pushing for Champions League. Oh, yeah. Can you get away with being a striker that is just a handful? No. Yeah, you need, I mean, that's the you thing. You need like 15 goals a season and Antonio, I don't think, is going to give you that. They have brilliant players across the pitch and I mean, even players like Fornals and Lanzini and Suchek as well. Yeah. Kufau, I think, is a really underrated uh, right back. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else they got? They've got... Um, like Kurt Zuma as well. He's a really solid centre-back. Solid centre-back. Don't let him near your cat, though. Don't let him near your cat. Just, like, why? Why Why? why has he done that? No Kurt, one you're knows. A pagan. Yeah, don't rate Decent him at Decent centre-back, but you're a pagan. Yep. Just um, Craig Dawson as well. Ballon Dawson. Ballon Dawson, my guy. I think centre-back-wise, they're good. They've still got Diop, who I like a lot. He yep. might be on the way out, but they signed um, Nayef Agued. From Stad Rene. So another centre back on the on the book. So they've Moroccan got a, boy. A Moroccan got centre decent, back. Size vibes. Yeah, they got decent back line. Uh, uh, they got Flappy Hansky. But and Ariola now. Yeah. All signing. And I think Ariola won the role with the geezer. Come on, Declan right. He's slightly older than I thought. I thought Ariola was meant to be quite young. He's been around though for but he's like, been a bad I remember, time, I remember like signing him on uh, Foot Manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like years ago. Because he but was like good signing, young, I yeah. think. Fabianski's probably see, had a decent season actually and he's been good for a couple of seasons but I think they want to get a, get from what I saw in pre-season Ariola looks like the number one now and I think him with backline in, in front of them Ballon Dawson Zuma Nea Fagued and then I think maybe it's time to move on from Cresswell I know he's kind of like in the same ilk as Madison well. and um, James Ward-Prowse and that set pieces he pings them in and fucking Suchek gets his big old head on it. But for me, defensively, I think he leaves a lot to be decided. He was pretty much single-handedly the reason they didn't get to the Europa League final. He got a red card and yeah. fucking gave away a goal. So I think defensively, maybe you want to look at maybe a better left-back, which is why which I think they're in the market but I mean, um, for that Kostic geezer. Brentford signing, uh, what's his name? The left back, this Aaron Hickey, from, yeah, from it could have been a really good signing. Yeah, for West that, Ham. that's a good shot actually. That yeah, would have been a brilliant signing. Yeah, maybe it was just a little bit too much for West Ham price wise, but I mean they've got to spend what thirty million on a centre back. And we'll talk about it. We were talking about how um, Antonio maybe doesn't cut the mustard at the, the very top, top tier yeah. of the Prem. Gianluca Scamacca from Sassuolo could be. A big, big signing. I don't know what it is about him, but his face really scares me. Yeah, he, he's a scary cunt. Scary guy. Italian international. Just came off. I think he got 16 goals last year for Sassuolo. I really like Sassuolo. Just broke, up, uh, just broke into the Italian national team. And so he kind of, he's one of those people. He's, I think he's like 6'5". And I think he'll get painted with the brush of target man, Get your head on it. Well, that's what happened to Lukaku. He got, he, but, but he's just not a target man. Offers so much more. His hold-up play is so good. His link-up play, he's he's very techy. He's passing. The quick passes are nice. That's what I, I was mean, watching him when he made his Italy debut, and he could chest it down, ping it quick, chest it down, ping it quick. And I was like, for a big geezer, mate, you you moving nice. A bit like Tyson Fury. Might, yeah, yeah come he's on. moving. He's loose with it. I mean, but, um, I like. Yeah, I like it. I think that's a good sign. Perhaps it's it's a play to. They, I mean, they obviously know they've got goals in their attacking midfielders, and even in the Suchek, Suchek, mm. no previous season as well, he's come up with a lot of goals. Um, but maybe Samaka is a type of striker 
more than Antonio who who can play into link up play and bring players like Bowen and Ben Rama, Lanzini, yeah, Fornells into play more and allow them to play that sort of like overlapping role. Yeah. Which Antonio is always the further he's always the spear point, he's always the furthest player forward. Yeah. And so perhaps it is a way that it play Samaka if he comes deep for that chest like down and, and he can play that, that quick turn yeah. one. No, I do through, hope he's you know. a good signing because there's always this thing with like Italian players. There's not really many Italian players that have come to the Prem and kicked on. Remember back in the day, Graziano Pella for, yeah, uh, for Southampton. Southampton? Yeah, He was a bit of a baller, but moved on quick time. But I haven't really seen an Italian that's kicked on in the Prem. And as an Italian, I'd like to see it. So maybe Schumacher could be the guy. Yeah, Schumacher could be the guy. I mean, especially Italian forwards, it doesn't really happen too much yeah, in the Prem, does I it? I think it'd be nice. Um, and obviously they've the fucking um, come back to me. Okay, well I was going to move on to um, probably the biggest Italian Don for West Ham back in the day. It's called the outrageous Palo de Cano. De Cano. Oh yeah. I so you West Ham have got like an affinity for techie Italian. Yeah, yeah. So whole yeah, type Palo de Cano. Yeah, my guy. Um, I was going to move us on to talking about probably the biggest transfer activity around West Ham. They label Declan Rice with a 150 million price tag. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people, especially um, Dan, who we had on a couple of episodes back. He's a big proponent to that's not what his value is. That's what he's worth to West Ham. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I mean, if West Ham can get 150 million for him, I mean, that's fantastic for West Ham. Bite your arm off. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if Jack Greenish goes for 100 million, though. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know, um, yeah, if they can keep Declan Rice, fantastic. I think he's already been told by Moyes, he came out and he's saying that he knows he's going to be the captain for this season, which yeah. is brilliant for him. Because obviously Mark Noble is... Mr. West Ham. Mr. He's West out, Ham. He's, he's gone. He's out. He's done his time. Yeah, be playing for... Uh, uh, awesome. Hashtag United soon. Let's <laughs> go! Yeah, hashtag... Come on the podcast. Him and Ben Foster. Yeah. That's it, I'll be quality. Money, get the old... Akin Fenwa. Harry Ray that. Let's get the firm back together. Get the firm back together. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a must. If they can keep hold of Declan Rice, their chances are uh, pushing for Europa League, even potentially Champions League, is still there and it just gets better with every season West Ham uh, keep Declan Rice. I mean, I think the only thing is, is like, do you look at the quality and their squad depth now and you look at it and compare it to teams like Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, uh, Man United... Is is their squad depth there to compete? Because especially no, this not. season where we're going to have five substitutions, yeah, the big teams are going to be at an advantage because their benches are full of better players. Those top so, teams they have two, which is where Arsenal lacked recently. Is like the teams like Chelsea, Liverpool, C. They have two fucking ballers in every position. Oh, 100%. And Arsenal are slowly getting to that situation where we've got two decent players in each position. West Ham definitely don't. If they lose Declan Rice, they're fucked. If they lose Kufal, they're fucked. If they lose Antonio, they were, but now they've got Skamaka. But if they lose Ben Rama or Bowen on either wing, fucked. They need more depth in the... Yeah, position. I think that... But, like, arguably, you could argue the teams around them, uh, like the Leicesters, the Wolves... Yeah. They it also, they all, they also yes, yeah. but it, the bridge between them and the top is only widening at the minute, yeah. I think, personally. If they want to compete with, West, uh, with uh, Leicester, Wolves... They're probably better than those. Oh, yeah. But if they want to break into the top six, maybe kick Arsenal, kick Chelsea, kick Man United out, kick Spurs out, 
They need to strengthen in depth, which is what yeah. Arsenal and Spurs have both done really good this window. Yeah, and it's been a lot of shrewd signings across the board in all positions, as opposed yeah. to just one or two marquee signings. Which there's still time. Maybe West Ham will do a couple more. Obviously, they're linked to Kostic. Skamaka's done. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, at the time of recording want... these previews, we've still got a month. And maybe left it's the case where there. they're biding their time. They do sell Declan Rice for 100 million, and then it's a big, big summer. Yeah, I mean, potentially. Um, it is a case of but like Declan Rice is one off if not the best in the Premier League of what he does yeah so you are losing something that can't be replaced yeah yeah 100% but perhaps you losing that to strengthen across the board makes him a better team yeah maybe you get like a a DM that's not as good but then you strengthen all other winger, positions a winger a left back as well, I mean so. football's a funny game you never know it they is. could they could literally sell Declan Rice buy a Donny from League 2 DM well, fucking, and it turns out to be England's World Cup winning DM and Golo Kante what are they signing for like fucking from uh, Ligue, Ligue 2 like Ligue 100, 100 pound in a McDonald's and he fucking went and won the Prem and now is arguably one of the best DMs to have ever lived yeah. and cost yeah literally like pennies exactly well that's uh, it yeah I mean it's, it's one of those it's funny funny old game for Leicester Wolves and West Ham who you finish who's finishing the highest for me it would be West Ham yeah, same. I think Wolves I mean I really like Pedro Neto I think if Pedro I like Neto Pedro kicks ne- on I think he'll be gone I think he kicks on this season I think he could be the one that takes Wolves above these two teams yeah. I think Leicester probably have a better squad than Wolves but West Ham have a better squad than Leicester but it's it's weird I mean I don't think yeah, Leicester too, are too far off West Ham but like both teams haven't really done much in the transfer window. I know uh, yeah, West, West Ham have signed Flynn Downs as well yeah. from Swansea, who's a brilliant uh, central midfielder. And um, it, I, but like you, when you spoke about Leicester need to transition out of what the era they're sort of living in now. West Ham are on the up. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I don't really see the ceiling for Devin Moyes' team at the minute, but I, I would like to see them strengthen across the board and bring in yeah, some more couple, depth to their yeah, team. Yeah, I agree. Because it is a long season. I think, like we've said a couple of times, is you can't rest on your laurels and think, oh, the squad's good. Just keep fucking ploughing money into it, mate. It's not even about ploughing money. It's about sh- smart, shrewd signing. It's like going and getting someone money. like Lewis O'Brien from mm-hmm. um, Huddersfield and... Yeah. You know, he's not going to cost you an arm and a leg, but he's someone who would be quite happy to sit on the bench by this time and then be introduced into that role and play. And, and he will earn game time and just through his merit and his ability alone will move yeah. himself to a first-team player. They've done it with Jared Bowen. They've done it with Mikel Antonio. Yeah. They've done it with Cresswell. Like, they've gone to lower leagues and signed these players and they've turned out to, you know, become first-team staples. So there isn't a reason why they can't keep doing that because there's a lot of talent in the championship. Just yeah. stay away from QPR. Chris Willock's rubbish. He's terrible. You don't want him. <laughs> you don't want him. I, t- I promise you that. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, we're moving on to the big teams next week. The big six coming up. But yeah, I'm mean, saying next week, it's going to be in a couple of days because we've got to get we're these out quick them. time. We're churning yeah. them. Um, we've got, I mean, England ladies tonight have played. Just one 4-0. Hold tight to the Lionesses. Yeah, so big final, final coming up. Final up Sunday. We'll do a little something, something. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Uh, let's go. Come on, Lionesses win it in the backyard. Why not? Beth Mead, come on. Beth oh, Mead, come on. The Gooners. Um, but yeah, we got. Gooners. I think next episode we've got Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, and United. That's going to be a big episode, probably more than an hour long because there's so much to talk about We're between talking, those teams. Yeah. 
And then it's gonna be after good. that, we've got the big Liverpool two. and City. And then we've got our Premier League predictions. Yeah, get excited. Hella content. League so starting content. soon. Yeah. It's all going on. If you're not already, join our Bordeaux Fantasy Football League. There's hella people in it. Actually. Yeah, there's a lot of people in it, but we, we want loads. We, yeah, want, we want so many. Um, get yourself have a, a prize. mystery prize, mate. Yeah, mystery prize. We don't know what it is yet, but we, we know it's going to be good. DM us. What's your favourite top? Yeah, let us know. Yeah, surround us. Know what if you lasted this long, yeah, what's your yeah. favourite top? If you lasted this long, well done. You can come join we, us. We fucking stuff. stink. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so follow us on all our shows, socials. Yeah, socials. Uh, TikTok content to be banging as well. Um, bear with us with the camera work. We are working on it. Yeah, learning on the job, mate. Yeah, we're learning as we go, you know. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. It's yeah, been a uh, board draw, and it's live. Let's go.